We're the Nada Grande Boys. I'm Rodney Wood. And I'm Kyle Jackson. Welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast where we hunt it forward. I want to... It's going to be a fun podcast. (laughs) Um, I want to start out um, with a couple of things. First off... um, well, first off, welcome to the Nada Grande Outdoors podcast. Um, we did a podcast last week about Senate Bill 312. Yep. And the overwhelming support that we have received in our endeavor to get this bill struck down is nothing short of amazing. Yeah. Um, our listenership quadrupled. Um, it was pushed all over social media, shared all over social media. Um, like I said, just shy of four times the number of listeners, um, that we normally get, uh, we got for last week's podcast and, 90% of all the comments that we see on anything that we posted or talked about was uh, in support of uh, our beliefs on the bill. And um, I just just can't thank the people enough for getting behind us and and helping us uh, push to get that bill tabled, uh, which we did. Yeah. Um, It was a neat process. Uh, I'd also like to give... An anonymous thank you to um, somebody out there that um, instructed us or or advised us to be more productive and get more, uh, be more directly engaged, um, and that if we did it, we, it would be much more productive. Uh, and that person was right; it was much more productive, and. Uh, <laughs> I think I know who you're talking about. You do. You do. Um, and, you know, we we actually both got to give comment uh, at the Senate hearing. Yep. Not at the Senate hearing. Of course, it at was over Zoom. Committee. We, at, the, at the committee meeting um, via Zoom. Um, and that was a cool process. Um, I've, done, I, I've yeah. done that before. You haven't. You have. No, I have yeah. not. Um, I've, I've done it before with another organization on different bills. Yep. Uh, at the legislature, at the yeah. house, and and that would be really cool. Um, I'm hoping that we can get through all this COVID crap and get back to a time when we can start doing stuff like that um, in the same fashion. That well, I we think did this time. I think the difference, um, and I I kind of put this in my statement when I talked about it. I thought this bill. Sh- we said it in our podcast. There, there are topics in this bill that that probably uh, warrant a a larger discussion. Um, just, however, so many things rolled into the bill at, at one time was not wasn't wasn't great. That's what really kind of killed the bill. Um, but in in my comments, I talked about how this virtual committee meeting, where only twenty 
proponents and 20 opponents were allowed to speak really didn't do this build justice. No. Um, no it's it really a different process on a normal year where you can show up to the legislature and you can fill a room and they can see you, see the, you know, the numbers that, that turn out. Mm-hmm. They have to look you in the face yep. to do what they're going to do. And, and and yeah, it's it's a it's a really interestingly different process. Yeah, no, I it I just getting to go through the process, even though it's not what it normally would be, was very um, educational. Uh, very, of course, seeing as how the bill was tabled, it was very rewarding. Um, but it was cool. Uh, it was, tiring uh, it was this whole legislative this, process is so tiring because yeah. you have to keep on top of everything yeah and watch what's happening and when it's going to pay attention to amendments when it's yeah. going to be a herd uh figuring out who you know who's on the committees and and trying to get emails and phone calls out yep. to all of them it, it is extremely tiring and uh i, I can say i would not want to be a lobbyist no no and you know like like I said, it, the entire process was very educational. You know, um, <laughs> we have careers, mm-hmm. we have jobs. Yep. All right, and our jobs are well, your job's pretty much hunting, but it's not in legislation. It's not in lobbying. Our we have jobs and lives, and we do this in our spare time. Yeah, you know, and. Um, our, I, I don't know what, what else to call them opponents. Um, the, the people that were for this bill and, and trying to get this bill passed, that is their jobs. Yeah. That's what they do on a daily basis. Um, not all of them, but the, no, but the main ones that were the, pushing the, the main bill. ones. Yeah. yeah. You know, the organizations and stuff like that, that's what they do. It's their jobs. And I don't want to give them like kudos or anything, but I mean, they're out there trying to do what they think is best. Mm -hmm. We'll put it that way. Um, I don't think that they could be more wrong. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like I said, that's their job. That's what they do. That's a lot of them. They go through this and and they spend mass amounts of time. And we get fractions of of time. And I don't want to spend a lot of time or really any time talking about what the bill is because it's It's irrelevant. It's irrelevant. irrelevant. There's, you know, everybody everybody talks about uh, it's a dead. um, um, There's another. Yeah, I'm not going to talk about that really. But. We've been told we don't know what we're talking about. Oh, yeah. As far as the legislative process. Yeah. And that's, that's nothing could be further from the truth. But, um, I mean, we, we may not be this, as... This bill is, in essence, dead. Yeah. What they would have to do to bring it back to the table is, uh, is amend it, uh, come back to it, and then restart the hearing so it gets put at the bottom of the list for the concert. Well, it gets put at the bottom of the list to be assigned to committees, first of all. And if it, it gets re- basically no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't get reassigned. It would. It gets put at the bottom of the list of the conservation committee because yeah. that's where it was tabled, and they would have to rehear it. Yeah. Um, 
and the, in the amount of time that is left in this legislature, uh, it's pretty well agreed upon that it's likely impossible that this bill is going to be brought back up. Yeah. It'll eventually be back. It'll I, be I, back, I, but it, the tabling of it yeah. in this session means yeah. once this session is done, it's yeah. done. It would have to get reintroduced in the, in in the, the future. In the future, it'll probably be back. Correct. Um, I don't I don't think that the fight against that is over. Um, and there are some aspects of that bill that I actually like. Um, but I think kind of the direction that I'd like to lean this pod course, podcast this pod towards, course. Pod course towards <laughs> this podcast towards is tactics. Yeah. All right. So one of the biggest problems I have in, I think there's all kinds of room for all kinds of organizations to work together, but for that to happen, a couple of things need to happen. One we have to be open and honest, okay? We have to be up forward and not sneaky and not use... Underhanded tactics. Underhanded tactics. And just be open and honest. And number two, um, actually work together. Don't just drop a bill um, of this magnitude out there without a whole lot of people having their hands on it. Um, you know, a lot of work going into it on all sides to help shape it into what they claimed it was as the future of conservation in New Mexico. Yeah. Um, and overwhelming opposition for that bill. Yeah. As far as I could see overwhelming opposition for that bill. I would love to have the numbers on how many people wrote in opposing and supporting the bill. Um, like I said, there's, there's parts of it that I think are good. There's parts of it that I don't want any part of. Um, but, um, the tactics is what I hate and I would like to get past using tags, allocations, licenses as a driver for support. Yeah. Let's move past that. Let's be open and honest with each other about what we're trying to do. And well, how many, how many times during this process in the back and forth that mm -hmm. we did on social media with the proponents of the bill, um, was it stated that we claim to be conservationists and if we really cared about the resource, we would be behind this bill mm -hmm. yet Every time it comes back to why they wanted this bill passed, it came back to tags, tags, tags. That's it. And and that's not not not, not, not just any tags, trophy tags. Yeah, yeah. And and here's the thing. So one of the things about this is when we started this whole endeavor, right? When we started fighting this, when we started our opposition of this bill, um, both you and I were. And we stated this, we were kind of 50, 50 on the outfitter, right? Yeah. Cause I could see, I can see both sides on that. I don't know. I don't know that. Um, I think both sides have good arguments is, is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. And so to me, not being an outfitter, um, but still caring for them as New Mexico, small business owners, 
I mean, all kinds of, there's all kinds of perks, grants, loans, tax benefits, all kinds of different perks for all kinds of New Mexico businesses. And these are, these outfitters, they're not only are they New Mexicans, mm-hmm. New Mexico residents, um, but they are small business owners in our state who provide value to our communities. And they not, are. And, and for the most part, our rural communities. They are our people. Mm-hmm. They are hunters. They are outdoorsmen. They are sportsmen. They are our people. They are people that we should be standing shoulder to shoulder with in the fight for conservation. Mm-hmm. Not trying to say, you don't matter. We want your tax. Yeah. And so throughout the process, I found myself gravitating towards outfitters, towards defending them because it just pissed me off that they were using the tags to push this bill. And this is no new tactic. Yeah. You know, we talked about this last time uh, in the last podcast um, that they use the same concept to get the roundup tags done away with. And that cost us. Yeah. And, you know, fool me once. Shame, shame on, on you. you. Fool me, fool me twice. twice. Shame, shame on me. me. And I wasn't going to bite again. Yeah. You know, of course, I didn't bite that last time. I, I fought like hell to not get that changed. Yes. Because I knew. N- math is easy. One plus one is two. It never equals seven. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and they kept saying we were, we were getting shorted tags and now we lost Tags. We yeah. literally lost tags. Um, and to me, I'm just like, come on, dudes. Math's not that hard. <laughs> um, and it was, it's, it's just basic math, too. It's not even like trigonometry or anything. It's just basic math. Yeah. <laughs> so um, the tactics have to change. You know, so to, to our opposition, opposition out there, I know you listen to the podcast. I know you do. <laughs> um you can't you, not. You, you can't. You can't stop it. You can't <laughs> stop it. <laughs> no, seriously, though, um, change your tactics, man. If yeah. you if you want to, uh, I've had offers to to work with um, some members of our opposition. Uh, I'm going to stop saying names on the podcast. I'm just going to stop. Um, but you all know who I'm talking about. So does he. Um, if you want to work with us, uh, and, he, and he offered to work with me on on a, a topic about um, unlimited landowner tags for deer and antelope. Um, it's going to be a little harder now because I've got some new information uh, on that that makes a difference. Uh, it's, it's another one of those instances where you kind of stay open-minded. You and, do. And you, and you hear another viewpoint, and you're like, huh, I never thought of it that way. Well, yeah, and, and but, but put a pin in that because I want to come back to that. Okay. Um, crop. Um, <laughs> um, but so I had the offer to work with him on that, those things, and I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. But the one, the couple of things that I'm not going to do is I'm not going to use any, I'm not going to ever use tags as the driver for support because I don't like it. Yeah. You got to be just open and honest, speak your opinion, speak what you, what you, what you feel. Um, the driving factor for this bill was the outfitter pool. That's what they were driving. But then later it comes out as this great conservation bill. Yeah. But they're pushing tags. Don't push tags, man. Don't push that. Push the name change. Right. 
push the name change and why you want the name change. You know, um, I still firmly believe that, that, yeah, I, I won't even get into that, but you know, the tactics, the tactics got to change and we can work together. Um, but we have to see eye to eye. And another part that I hated is... Not, not see eye to eye. you got to no, be honest with we each have other. To, well, we have to... We have to listen. Mm-hmm. You have to listen. Because if you claim that you care about wildlife and you care about conservation and you care about New Mexico and you care about New Mexico residents, mm-hmm. then you have to listen to New Mexico residents. Yeah. Because you can't just stand up there on your pedestal looking down your noses at us and say, I know what's best for you. Because that's not going to sit well. Even if it is better for us, that tactic is not going to work. Yeah. So if we're going to sit down together, we've got to start seeing um, other people's points of view and, and discussing that. Now, we fought tooth and nails against this bill for a couple of reasons because there were some things that we were definitely afraid of. Yeah. There were parts of it that we thought were absolutely horrible for conservation. There were parts of it that we thought were great. Um, But what we hated the most is the tactics. And then two, um, how it was just dropped in there. Yeah. This... If this, I'm, this, I'm, I'm if, saying yeah a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> if this bill was written over a long period of time uh, and being considered over a long period of time, why have we not been aware of it? Mm-hmm. Why has it not been discussed openly through public forum, through social media, and all of those things for the past year? Yeah. Why can't we discuss it? Why can't you, why can't you bring it up? And then say, hey, these are the things we're thinking. And then listen to the people, listen to the other groups, and then say, okay, they like this. They don't like this. And, and in, in fact, that was brought up by one of the senators yep, during the, sure the, the meeting. How, how much public input did you have mm-hmm. on writing this bill? Zero. Zero. They had no answer for it. Yep, they never answered. And, and that's a problem. That's a huge problem. Um, we are not... Especially when they're claiming to represent the all New Mexico hunters. Yeah, because they don't. Um, we are not, I don't have a degree in wildlife anything, right? Um, and that's fine. That doesn't make me an idiot. It doesn't make me ignorant to the subject. Um, we'll, bring, we'll bring out that pin here now. Yep. Um, it also doesn't mean that I don't have a lot to learn. And, it, and, and this is a point. Right here, uh, we were speaking to another person about the E-plus system and mule deer system and the antelope system and the landowner unlimited system. And you know me, and I've spoken out against it. I've spoken out against how I don't like unlimited tags for antelope and for mule deer. Yeah on landowners, on private property. But there is a good way to, that the department, good and easy way that the department can actually manage that even much better than they manage the E-plus system. And as much of a proponent as I was of not, you know, as much as a, I didn't want either of those systems, it intrigued me. Yeah. Now I've still got some, 
research and stuff to look at before I'm going to say either way or, or even talk about what it is. But um, it just goes to show that we're not closed-minded. We're open to new ideas. We're open to these discussions. Um, but they just have to be honest discussions. Yeah. And I'm mentally getting out of the yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, also, I mean, one of, one of the biggest things about that conversation about E plus was what it was, what it has been proposed to go to. Oh yeah. You you that's... can logically look at that on its face and say that's not going to work. Yeah. I mean, 100%. we're open to open to discussion, but that's not going to work. No. Why even push that? You know that's well, not going to work. Well, and then and then the same but see, that's the same thing. That's those tactics, right? That what you always hear on that is but Arizona, okay, but 80% or or something like that of the the elk the habitat? vast majority of elk habitat in Arizona already on lies land. on public land. Yeah, so it's you can't compare it. You just can't. Yeah. Um what is it? 50 51% of elk habitat in New Mexico? Well, it's New Mexico roughly is 52% private property. Yeah. Um I would say a good uh, a a good chunk of that uh, of elk habitat does a lot does Sit on private land in yeah. Mexico. We, we need to get that number. We need to get that number exactly. It's gonna be, it's gonna be hard to say just because. Uh, uh, but it's a heck of a lot more than Arizona. It is, yeah. And so it makes a huge difference. And you can't. I mean, it's hard enough to manage. It's hard enough to manage elk and raton. And elk in Cloudcroft the same way, right? Because it's two completely different. Um, areas, uh, two completely different um, types of land, land ownership, all of that stuff. Two completely different land terrain use types. Yeah, yeah. All, all kinds of different stuff. So, so to to blurt out things like that, but Arizona does it, or Utah does it, but Colorado, because we're we're just not the same. No, we are New Mexico. No, and so, I don't. So if, here's here's a here's oh, hold a hold just hold, hold that. No, you. Hold, I do not <laughs> care about Arizona. If you love if the, if you love the way Arizona does their stuff, go to Arizona. Yeah. If you love the way Missouri has their stuff, go to Missouri. Um, if you like Wyoming's hunting system, go to Wyoming. You know that's the beauty of America. You know, but I, we don't need to change New Mexico to be like something else. I mean, if you want to add some components here and there, um, not, we can talk about. Well, that, not but only it just that, doesn't need to be. But but again, when they're making these comparisons, they're using they're using that funny math. They're using that misdirection. Yep. Um, they talk about how New Mexico gives away more of its tags to to non residents than any other Western state. Um, yeah, but they're 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 lumping in all of the landowner tags with that. I know. When you can't do that, you can't it's do two that. separate. It's two separate systems. Yeah, completely separate. Systems. And and not only that, but you have to take into account um, that they're using the allocation numbers. They're not using the actual numbers of licenses that are being converted. No, just the allocation numbers. Yeah, and and that's a whole other ball of wax. I mean, ninety percent. Um, eighty nine point something percent. Eighty nine point six three percent of all public. Draw tags went to residents. residents. 
Exactly. In and, 2019. And there's that. no, you know, they, they, they use things like the meat, you know, meat on the table. All cow tags go to residents. There's your meat hunt right there. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just sad. And the attack on outfitters, um, to me, is pointless. It, it's just not... I mean, if, if if we were giving outfitters 20% of the tags or something like that, 25% of the tags, then I could say, you know what, let's scale it back. And hell, maybe they want to scale it back from 10% to 8%. I don't know. But the whole point of it is is it's not... Well, the argument against the outfitter pool, and again, we're not outfitters. Yeah. We don't use the outfitter pool. Um, we do, you know, all our public, public draws mm-hmm. as resident public draw stuff so this is you know not this is just talking about about the numbers and about what was said about again that that not being upfront and honest what was said about the outfitter pool the entire time this bill was being pushed was there is no other business where we uh, guarantee them business (laughs) um and I thought uh, Senator Schmidt's did, did a great job. Yes, he did. Um, in talking about water and how water is a public resource according to our Constitution, which uh, another point, the the constitutional amendment to make hunting and fishing and trapping a right, mm-hmm. Wildlife Federation opposed. Yes. And so our constitutional right, water, mm-hmm. which is a public Resource, resource same as the elk. is sold bartered all that stuff to to individuals and corporations yep and all kinds of businesses in state and out state in state and out of state and so to say that now i'm not arguing right or wrong for the water rights not arguing right or wrong what i'm saying is that is a perfect example of the exact same thing happening and i'll give you two more examples um in that same conservation committee, Senate bill, and I'm, again, not knocking either one of these bills, just using them as an explanation. Uh, and these, these are just off the top of my head. I mean, I'm sure I could go through, if I had the time to go through and look at all the bills, I could bring you mm-hmm. a multitude of examples. Yeah. It's not exactly the same, but it's similar. Senate bill 172. Or 173, Senate Bill 173 mm-hmm. was an, an appropriation of a certain amount of money mm-hmm. to go to New Mexico State University, which then used that money to help start up businesses that were doing meat processing, local right. meat processing businesses. Right. Senate Bill 185 went through Conservation Committee and passed. That was an appropriation of a certain amount of money to go to um, the senior centers in the state so that they could buy specifically New Mexico and locally grown vegetables for the meals for seniors. Mm-hmm. How, how is that any different? You're guaranteeing Sorry. business to yep. a certain group. Yep. Period. Yeah. And, and when they do that, when they buy that produce, um, they're taking away produce from residents that could be buying it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm just being snarky, Uh, but no, it's, it's, I I mean, damn it. 
you know, I, I've had several people tell me and talk about how, you know, as the hunting community needs to stand together. Um, I agree. I agree. The hunting community needs to stand together. Outfitters are part of the hunting community. Private landowners are part of the community. Public landowners are part of the community. Um, yeah, but another good example of a bill, they touted, they touted this one as the future, you know, this, this 312, Senate Bill 312, as the future of hunting. Um, yet there's another bill in the Senate that is literally trying to take away the future of hunting as we speak in taking away the ability for an 11-year-old to operate a firearm. Now, why that that's something where's their opposition to that? Yeah. You know, that the, if they if they care so much about the future of hunting, where's the opposition to that? Update on that one. That one uh they actually have stricken that and when they amended that, it passed that committee. It's not in law yet, but yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. But that that didn't happen until after. I mean, and well, still, there's still been zero opposition to it from the people that were pushing this bill as the future of hunting. And I'll bring up another point. I'll bring up another point. They were very selective when they were talking about the the other states that they wanted to model New Mexico after. Very. Because some of those very states that they said that they pointed to and said New Mexico needs to be more like this have hunting, trapping, and fishing rights in their constitution. Yeah. And they stood against that. Yeah. 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 No, it's, it's, it's sad. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be too vindictive. I don't want to punch a man while he's down, you know, um, I guess I'm feeling in a, nicer mood than I was last podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A win tends to do that. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, Man, I forgot where I was going. That's Uh, all right. I think we can, I mean, I I think we can let this one, let this one rest uh, and talk about kind of the wrap, the season wrap up. Yeah. Um, But we did want to touch on this um, and absolutely wanted to thank all of our listeners so, for sharing it. So amazing. Um, um, for standing up and being, uh, you know. So many the, people. What is it? The man in the ring? Right, right, <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, yeah, the man in the arena. Yep. Thanks um, for being the man in the arena. Yeah, because that's, that's what happened. Um, the overwhelming opposition, the overwhelming support that we received uh, – it was awesome. It was awesome. Like to, to, to just check out, you know, we don't get too hung up on how many people listen to the podcast, right? We don't, um, we do this because we love it, right? We, we don't do this for money. We don't do this for a career. Uh, it's a, it's a side project hunt it forward. It's the same thing. We do it because we're passionate about it and because we love it. Yeah. Um, we really push hunt it forward. That's, that's what we care about the most is getting new people into hunting people that have never done it before and helping them um, begin their journey into the outdoors. And, and this is, and this is a podcast to, to, and and this podcast helps support that because we are able to get good factual information out there. Exactly. Exactly. And so the amount of support that we got on this and the amount of people 
uh, like I said, we don't normally watch the numbers, but to watch the numbers this past week and to see in one week, you know, what we normally get for listeners to watch that quadruple was freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really cool. And I'm sure that there, well, well, I and, know and for a fact that there's some people that don't support us or yeah. agree with us that listen to it. Yeah. But the vast majority of them, I'm sure were, um, or we would have heard about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, and it's just, it, it proved the point that, that we had been, that we've been trying to make that when, when you stand together on a common ground that you can, you can get so much done. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Season wrap up. Yeah. Um, it's been another fun season. Uh, I can't believe that we're finishing. Of course it is. You got a deer. I, I got a great deer. Um, <laughs> but but seriously, I can't believe that we're finishing our third season of the Not a Ground Outdoors podcast. Um, such an evolution. Uh, going from sitting around the table at the big fat. With a cell phone. With a cell phone. that we Deleting can, the first del- episode the, we ever did. <laughs> Yeah, um, to to what we have now um, is it has been so so much fun, um, and this year just another great example we had. Uh, Not too bad for a dog shit podcast, right? <laughs> I was trying. You know, I had to I go was there. Trying so hard not to go there, Kyle. I don't care. <laughs> I'm going there. That <laughs> uh, was for you, Jesse. <laughs> oh man. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, Ryan and Shay. Yeah. Um, what a what a great couple of people. Um, I can't say enough about. Ryan's just a cool dude. Yeah. And here's what's cool. Ryan is not the kind of dude that me and you would have ever, like, hung out with. No. Right? He he doesn't fit it, into It had been, been like a, what's up as he passed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because, you know, he doesn't look like us. He doesn't act like us. Um, his politics are probably different than us. But he's such a cool cat. Yeah, um, such a great dude, and it has thoroughly been enjoyable conversation. A privilege and an honor to get to hang out with that dude again. Um, one of those different viewpoints that yeah that you always you're. Anytime we sat down with him, I was always interested to see where his head was. Such an intelligent man. Yeah, such an intelligent guy, uh, and it was great to sit down with him, have our conversations, have our podcasts, uh, chat with him while we're hunting. Um, the conversations with him were just fantastic. I, mm-hmm. I think he's a really great guy, and I'm so blessed to have the opportunity to um, to get to know him and to hang out with him. Um, and I wish him nothing but great luck in his future uh, hunting endeavors. Um, and Shay, um, sweet as can be. So sweet. Um, <laughs> so much fun. She's probably she's like... never going to shoot an animal without crying. <laughs> probably not <laughs> and that's okay that's okay that's perfectly okay uh but her excitement was just 
just infectious. Yes. Uh, every it, time we got together, I'm so excited to be here. I know. So it's, she she loved hanging out with us, which is and so did we. It, it, was, it was just so great every time. Um, I just that like, we got together. She was. I like so what sh- I mean. What I like about Shay is you know Ryan Ryan has the some of the life experience to to develop those views and Shay was like a sponge. Uh-huh. I mean just new in almost every way uh-huh. taking everything in um but um again so excited and so much fun to be around uh-huh. because she genuinely wanted to be there. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was it was it was so cool and and to watch her get to take two animals um over the past year and a half or whatever it was as was was really cool it, it was just a just a cool experience and i hope hunt it forward continues to grow um we're going to be finding new hunt it forward candidates this year so anybody out there that knows somebody that um has never hunted hasn't hunted in the past 10 years between the ages of 21 and 40 ish um put them in contact with us, man, because we're, we're going to need a couple of new, uh, candidates this year. And, um, uh, get that ball rolling and, and, uh, start next year's hunt it forward project. Yep. Um, which is, which is what we love. Um, and of course, hunt it forward isn't all that happened this year. We had, uh, man, we, I guess we're just going to have to look at our podcast list, huh? <laughs> kind of remind ourselves, um, we had a crappy elk hunt that you didn't get to go on. Yeah. Um, but any hunt is still a great hunt. Um, we had, um, some great guests this year. We, we have a, we have a podcast that, that we recorded, uh, from our elk hunt giveaway mm-hmm. that, um, that, um, that um, was one. The elk hunt. The elk hunt giveaway was won by Troy Wood, and he gave it away to um, Bailey. Bailey Ryan. Mm-hmm. Um, so Bailey and Hep come up, and we've done that. Uh, we'll release that next season, but you know, we didn't get to release it this season because we had some some fighting in the arena to do. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that was fun. We had an antelope hunt. Uh, wait, no, we didn't have an antelope hunt this year. That was last year. Well, we, we ki- had killed a, a couple yeah, antelope. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we had our two B hunt. Yep. Um, which to be honest was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> to be sure you're right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, what else did we do this year, Kyle? Uh, it's hard to say. It went by, ne- it Mexico. went by so fast and so slow. The, the uh, New Mexico duck boy. Yeah, we got oh, dirty Doctor Dave Arkansas rigged a ball <laughs> on the <laughs> podcast a uh, couple of times. We might have had him on last year, didn't we? No, it's just this season. I think it? just this season. Um, I'm sure he'll be on again. Oh yeah, we got to have dirty Doctor Dave Arkansas Bob rigged a ball. Um, Joe Gillia, Joe G, and uh, the blue collar elk hunting yes, folks. That was fun. Uh, he's a great dude. Um, we got to get him back because he's got to teach us how to do some of this tech stuff. Yeah. Uh, we could probably figure it out, but we just don't have a lot of time. So I, I think. Why I'm not gonna... use the resources you got? Right. 
absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's been a it's been a fun year. Game on. We got to go up to Game On Outdoors. Yep. Um, check that out. Um, cool cat. Uh, got a pretty neat business. Um, and we tackled a lot of. tackled a lot of kind of you know we did a lot of the uh not not all legislative but you know we talked about the american that great american outdoors act yeah we tackled uh, a lot of conservation related conservation related um, issues changes and issues um the the habitat north american model of wildlife conservation all that kind of stuff yeah um so it's been a fun year yeah fun year i hope Uh, you guys have enjoyed it um we've got i think this was kind of i'm not gonna say a breakout year but uh we finally got this year got some good participation some good questions some good topics um appreciate all of those uh keep sending us those we try and be as active as we can on social media (laughs) we've been pretty active recently but uh it, it just gets hard with uh with family and and jobs and all that stuff, so we need to we need to bring on Doctor Dave Arkansas Bob Rudabaugh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and maybe he could help us with some of our social media interaction. Well, well I think it's more of a it's it's not a matter of us. Um not wanting to do it it's a matter oh, no. of us um stopping and thinking to capture the content yeah you, you know always it, been a, a hard thing for us it's it's always been a hard thing for me period and we actually do uh, have content also uh it, it's just t- taking the time to get it all edited and yeah. downloaded and and i think i think one of the cool things about or one of the hard things about um content and stuff like that is I've always had a problem with it because like, like my wife, um, you know, she does, she dabbles in photography and she's always wanting to stop and take a picture. And I'm always wanting to just stop and look. Yeah. Uh, to me, the pictures has never been overly important. Um, but now they kind of are, we kind of need them. Yeah. Uh, but I'm still just, I just stopped there and look. And then the moment passes and I'm like, Oh, I should have got a picture that picture of that and thrown it on Insta face hole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> never can remember to do it i know we'll try and get better we 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 try so every time i think i'm gonna do this and then i get off work i go home and got kids and try and spend time for, with family and then you're like well that about killed that day yep <laughs> yep that'll do that got to take uh maggie on an antelope hunt mm-hmm. got to take maggie on a deer hunt mm-hmm. um the the hunt itself was long and hard, but the last minutes of it were pretty fast and fur- furious, and she got a really nice buck. Um, I think I told this on the To Be or Not To Be podcast, but um, she got to harvest a very nice mule deer, and it's bigger than anything I've ever killed. And... My daughter being who she is, it's one of the first things that she asked me. Dad, have you ever killed a deer this big? And no sugar, I haven't. 
and she let me have it. Mm-hmm. And everybody that she told the story to about about killing her deer, my dad's never killed one this big. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the first things I did when I got my deer up in 2B, because he was obviously bigger, is I called Maggie. Maggie, my deer's bigger than yours. <laughs> <laughs> of course he did. So it's a, it's a great relationship that, that youth hunting is God, it's so much fun. Jackson's going to start next year. Yeah. Um, so we'll be able to add some of that to the podcast. It's really cool being a part of that. You you were there when Maggie took her uh, first shot. First deer. Mm-hmm. Well, her first shot at a turkey. The first oh, time she right. ever shot at an animal <laughs> was at that turkey at about three yards. And yep. Missed. Missed. Um, which is not hard to do. No. It's, it's kind of hard to hit a turkey at three yards with a shotgun. Um, but... Uh, yeah, you were there with us when we, when we got her first deer, um, hunted with us for antelope, um, which, which she was unsuccessful at. Unfortunately, you were not there with us when she got her deer, but mom was. Yeah. And mom was super ecstatic about it. Uh, she got a neat little video uh, of it, and that was pretty cool. Um, so that's always a fun kind of thing to share with the peoples, um, taking your kids hunting. It's yep. pretty cool. Maggie digs it. She always wants to know, are we going to be on the podcast after this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we uh, are working on a good lineup for season four. Yeah. Uh, Rodney's been working hard on lining up some guests. Again, we're going to try and figure out some of this techno mumbo jumbo so we can yeah. get some uh some new guests on the podcast and it's yeah. not not such a tax on uh on us to go to go where location yeah um so that is exciting in and of itself yep. um it got a few expand guests. our our purview yeah got um, a few guests that are gonna we really want to be in person yeah for yeah um next season and that'll be pretty cool um got an invite to podcast at uh at an archery competition, looking at that. Yeah, yep. that'll be that'll be pretty cool. So I think we definitely want to do that one. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, uh, yeah, next year's lining up to be pretty good. Um, I would imagine that we're going to be doing some more conservation stuff. I don't see us stepping out of that arena. <laughs> now you're but, beating a dead horse. Right, right. <laughs> Well, to be fair, we've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to season four. Yep. So if we just start numbering these sequentially and, and quit calling them seasons, we wouldn't have to talk about that so much. <laughs> we wouldn't, uh, but now that we've already done it, we've got to continue to do it. Right, yeah, we're stuck. Yeah. We're stuck. I mean, it, we are uh, we're, we're not going to be the episode 400 and whatever it is, but right. We're that's re- all right. I think, I think it, it helps. It helps me kind of keep on track on, on yeah, where we're does. at. So we're, uh, we're rambling at this point. Um, so I think just another big fat thank you to all of our listeners. Um, go, go, Shoot like us some, and share us on Facebook. Like shoot us some comments. Shoot us some topics. Uh, yeah, shoot us some topics. Any questions? Any things that y'all want to know about? 
um, any guests y'all think y'all would love to hear on the podcast, um, stuff like that, man. Uh, keep in touch. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you uh, for listening. Oh, uh, quick plug here. Senate Bill 32, the ban on trapping on public lands yep. is still out there. Um, yep. So please make sure and go write your senators. Let's stand up to this one too. This one, the trappers yes. are, are ones that we need to stand with. Yep. Um, they, they, it has been uh, proven time and again uh, that trapping is a viable conservation tool yep. when done under uh, a regulated setting, which we have, uh, yep. and public public lands is no exception to that. Um, go support that one. Make sure, or sorry, don't support oppose that, bill. that bill. Please oppose that bill. <laughs> support the trappers in opposing that bill. Yes. Thanks for joining, guys. Adios. Adios. Thanks for joining Not a Grande Outdoors podcast. Come follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And don't forget about our website, www.notagrandeoutdoors.com. Adios. Adios.